Welcome to the Coin Black History on the Other Side podcast, hosted by Brittany Wilkins. This podcast is brought to you by Historians Connect. Historians Connect is a nonprofit organization with a mission to bridge the gap between African American history and culture by preserving the legacies of African Americans, debunking myths, defining black excellence while rewriting the narrative of African-American history. If you tuned into the show to learn a new and different perspective on black history, you're in the right place. This is not America's founding father's history of slavery and oppression. We're changing the culture by changing the narrative, educating listeners on various aspects of black history spanning from ancient African history to current day events affecting communities around the world. Empowerment through cultural education. This is The Coin, black history on the other side. There is no greater sincerity of mind than when one can shut the hectic noise and pace of the materialistic outside world and seek inner peace within oneself. Malcolm X. Welcome to season two of The Coin, Black History on the Other Side. I'm your host, Brittany Wilkins, author, Black History educator, and founder of Historians Connect. The purpose of a diary is to provide a personal record of daily events, thoughts, and experiences. Diaries can serve as a tool for reflection, self-expression, and self-discovery. Additionally, they can be a way to pass on personal history to future generations. Malcolm X, the famous civil rights activist, kept a diary, which he started during his pilgrimage to Mecca in 1964, where he underwent a transformative experience that changed his views on race and religion. In today's show, we honor the life and legacy of El Haj Malik El Shabazz on his 98th birthday discussing the diary of Malcolm X. You see, Malcolm X's goal was to publish his travel journal as a second book detailing his interpersonal developments of his life. Due to his untimely death, the diary never made it to publication. This historical artifact would remain hidden among Malcolm's possessions in a storage bin in Florida. An incident occurred at the storage facility where the activist's belongings were auctioned off. A man by the name of James Calhoun acquired storage bins, realizing the treasure trove of what he had just discovered, he contacted Butterfield Auction House in San Francisco, California, intending to make a profit 
the diary and other possessions were put up for sale on eBay. The family's attorney, Joseph Fleming, succeeded in getting a court injunction to block the auction. Fortunately, the family was able to regain their father's keepsakes, documents, books, newspapers, and films. The Shabazz family established a 75-year agreement with Schomburg Center for Research in Black Culture in Harlem, a world-leading cultural institution devoted to the research, preservation, and exhibition of materials focused on African-American, African diaspora, and African experiences. Malcolm X's diary can be found in the archives of the center, available for scholars and researchers. There are many books on Malcolm, one most notable being the autobiography of Malcolm X. Although Alex Haley interviewed Malcolm, collaborating on his autobiography, it is written from the author's perspective and interpretation based off the conversations. The diary is Malcolm's own voice and words, giving readers insight into his well-being and thought leadership. Like many books, his diary did not undergo revisions and extensive editorial editing. The editors of the book, Herb Boyd and Ilyasa Al-Shabazz, left the content in the diary in its original form, only adding annotations and commentary. In reading the diary, you will find missing words that were not legible to read, but they intended not to fill the words interpreting what he was trying to convey. And if you're looking for gossip, if Malcolm revealed secret things about the nation of Islam, or if he had a side chick, this is not the book for you. In reading the travel journal, it is very detailed oriented about his trips to Africa that begin in April to the end of May and later from July to November of 1964. On a day-by-day account, he writes the date, time, place, and people he met along his journey. What readers will learn from reading the diary of Malcolm X that the diary it highlights his pilgrimage to Mecca. Malcolm was shell-shocked by what he witnessed in seeing every nation, form of culture, every color of people represented in Mecca. The spirit of brotherhood he so desperately longed for in the United States he experienced everywhere he ventured as people showed him great hospitality. No color barriers had to be broken or equal rights fought for. As he quoted, the Hajj equalizes all. As one reads about his spiritual journey, seeing the transformation take place, he partakes in the traditional cultural and custom norms during his pilgrimage. The journey of the pilgrimage to Mecca began by Malcolm having to perform a series of exercises. 
The first exercise was circling a holy building called the Kaaba seven times. Second, he drank from the well of Zimzim. Third, he ran seven times between two hills called Mount Al-Safa and Mount Al-Mara. Lastly, he recited special prayers in an old city named Mina and Mount Arafat. The pilgrimage gave the Muslim minister clarity about the solutions needed to solve issues back in the States. His notes read, Our success in America will involve two circles, Black nationalism and Islam. It will take Black nationalism to make our people conscious of doing for self, and then Islam will provide the spiritual guidance. Black nationalism will link us to Africa, and Islam will link up spiritually to Africa, Arabia, and Asia. Essentially, I assume he was aligning a strategy built upon a spiritual foundation as a method to advance the culture forward. Getting a true understanding of Islam helped to center Malcolm. And I was I was reading his diary. I looked at the entry that he wrote on his birthday, this day, May 19th, in 1964, and he writes, My birthday. I took some pictures in the bazaar, just in time to leave for the airport. At the airport, I gave several autographed pictures to Ibrahim, Mahi friends. They were all very hospitable. He stayed with me right up to the plane and gave me gifts for my family. I arrived in Algeria about 3.30 and took a cab to the hotel, Aledi, first to the George, which I felt was too far from the center of the city. I walked around the city, ate dinner until it was very late. Very few people could speak English, so I called the ambassador's house and was given a number to call by his maid. As I read his words, to me it feels like his diary was an escape. It was the one place where he could be authentic and transparent without having to worry about his words being misinterpreted or spun by the media. His pages of thoughts and reflections really humanizes him. The notes show how he was just going through some things. As intelligent as he was or is, you see areas where he needed to grow in. He mentions the fact of not being able to speak the language, therefore he cannot understand or answer back. He expressed how he felt deaf and dumb, but was grateful for the people who were helping him. As they say, never judge a book by its cover. Open up the diary of Malcolm X to truly gain insights into his religion and methodologies that shaped his ideas and legacy. And while one does not have to agree or be aligned with Malcolm's school of thought, seek to understand by any means necessary. The diary may inspire you to search within yourself for your own spiritual enlightenment. Many decades after his passing, Malcolm X continues to be a significant influence in the United States and around the world. 
thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Coin Black History on the Other Side podcast. Learn, explore, and create history with us. Visit us on the web at www.historiansconnect.org. Remember, a people without knowledge of their history is like a tree without roots. Stay connected to your roots.